still remember the day that we recorded episode zero of this. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of beer. We took your son, uh, not in any particular order. Uh, we took your son. <laughs> we got real drunk. We got real we drunk. Took my toddler son to the park. <laughs> and we took your toddler son to the park. Um, <laughs> no, I remember that. And I remember the like, we sat in, on the dining room table. We had some really shitty $20 microphones mm-hmm. and didn't have a clue. And uh, we don't get to do you and me too much anymore on here. Uh, probably for the best, but uh, yeah. this is the original. This is at least episodes zero, one, and two, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, until so, we started having someone on that wasn't necessarily. Yeah, we started doing a guest like. Chris was there from the beginning, though. He was like episode three. He came in on episode three, um, and I was like, "Dude, Johnny, where the fuck did you get this guy? What is, <laughs> what is, what is going on here?" Uh, and then I was like the the dad that says, I don't want a, a, a pet. And then, yeah. you know, you bring home the, the puppy and now I'm like the owner of it. Just the, the proud, loving owner of that. Of a Chase. Uh, yes, of Chase. Proud Chase of Kinnicky. Our, our beloved Chase Kinnicky finally, uh, finally got wise and got COVID. Yep. And he put up a good fight and he is at home doing pretty well from what we can tell. Uh, well, as well as well, anybody who has subjected themselves to the three Jurassic World movies that have come out recently. Man, I've only seen the first one. You've seen too many it was of fine. them. I mean, that's the best one of those, but I ain't saying a whole lot. Um, Chase is out. He's sick. He's He is doing okay, though, and we told him to take some, some time to rest take and recover. Take the night off and let the... When the chase is away, the mice will play. Yeah. Um... Rest up for all that lightfall we're gonna play next week. God, I can't believe you're crawling back into that. I crawling back. I this is my annual or like every two year cycle that I go through where I play like twenty to thirty hours of Destiny and then I'm good. You motherfuckers, for... you're gonna try and get me back. I know. I can. I just know how this is gonna go. I I I know. I haven't said anything to you about this game. You're going to say how cool it is and how good Bungie feels. The strand stuff, I mean, you know how good the guns feel, but the strand stuff, I think, actually looks pretty neat. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. I've I've broken the chains, and I'm not going back. We can never break the chain again. You've got got your six-month chip. Yes. Don't throw it all away. I'm not doing that. Actually, I I don't want Bobby to touch Destiny ever again. Yeah. Fair. I don't ever want to touch your Destiny ever again either. (laughs) <laughs> um not worth it <laughs> um well welcome to the casual hour i am bobby joining me tonight is johnny how are you johnny doing quite well thank you chase chase's spirit is still haunting us in the chat but he is at home recovering uh we all wish him a very speedy and healthy recovery uh we've got a fun show planned for everybody tonight we're going to talk about some games this is an episode full of heart why you ask well, first of all, Chase isn't here, so it's going to be all about the things we like. Or is it? Oh. Uh, and <laughs> bang, bang. So It's all about heart. It's all about heart. I don't know what just happened. That was very strange. Uh, I think there was a little inter- internet disruption. Um, I love that I said, have a good show, and the stream immediately. It's all, it's all Chase's fault. See? Like, let's, let's be honest here. It's always Chase. It forever will be Chase. Chase is... 
hacking uh, into the mainframe right now. He is. He hacked us. Hacker man. Uh, we're going to talk about it's a show full of heart. Let me try this again. It's a show full of heart. Why, you ask? Because Chase isn't here. Uh, and we like things. Or maybe we don't. I think that's how I said it. Uh, but tonight, we're going to be talking about Hi-Fi Rush, Wild Hearts, and Atomic Heart. And we got some news in the back half, so stick around. It's going to be a lot of fun. Johnny, I am going to take the honor yeah. of going first tonight. Please do. Uh, I did not want to put you first ever, so I can never make it. Never have, never will. Never have, never <laughs> will. Johnny, I beat Hi-Fi Rush. Yeah. I've talked about and this game a lot on here. Yes, you have. And I have only played about an hour of it, but it also is a game I think about like at least a couple times a day, even though I haven't played it yeah. in a few weeks. So I'm... I will be what's, very... What's the final verdict? What's the... I I am completely blown away by this game. Like, it has stuck with me in ways that I did not expect. And I have really not stopped thinking about that, like, final sequence of the game. It was just so much fun. Okay. I have not had a game this joyful that just made me feel good it, in some It time. seems like it's just full of heart. It is, like, dude. everything, it's goofy, but it's doing it with such earnestness, like... You don't for a moment doubt their sincerity and the thing that they're they're giving to you. uh, All these relationships feel incredibly authentic and validated. Mm -hmm. Like everybody you meet is just such a fucking joy to listen to. It's 808. What's that? 808. 808's great, dude. I think about how much I ended up falling in love with my friends in Persona 5. That was my first Persona game. Mm -hmm. And that game is all about relationships, you know, and like just getting to know those people in the game was so fun. And I, I have not had like an ensemble of people I'm friends with in a game, like really stick with me. Like th- this game, hi-fi rush did in some time. And I kept thinking about like, what is it about this that like feels so familiar? Like it's connecting with something in me that I'm like, dude, this is like your shit. And I figured it out. This is my Scott Pilgrim. This is my Scott Pilgrim video game. And when I saw that, not the actual Scott Pilgrim game that they made. No, yeah, not the actual Scott Pilgrim game. But the way that I felt about like the references and the reverie that Mm -hmm. those folks have together and just like the music background with it. Also, that movie came out around the same time most of the songs on the soundtrack did. And so um, (laughs) there is something very much about like a sunsetting of a time and frame. Like we all look back at that period with some rose tinted glasses now. Mm -hmm. And this game looks at it and celebrates that culture in a really big way. It was just, I I mean, I have a damn iPod stamped to your chest. So Uh, (laughs) I'm, I'm begging you to, to beat this one. It's for sure. Like it's not getting uninstalled from my computer until I play more of it. So I, yeah, I might even pick it up on Steam. Okay. Just to have it. Yeah. Throw some, it, some coin. Yeah. It's those, also uh, at Microsoft, I guess. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, I'm it's uh I'd like to play it on my Steam Deck, and it actually has a really impressive like end game. Like there's there's reasons to keep playing that game after you okay. beat it. So I, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna check it out more. Um I think the thing I'm most interested in is just like this is such a far departure from the things that they usually make 
And I don't think that they were expecting this to get the response that it did um, from from the audience. So, like, I wonder what what that team does next. Because I would assume, like, if, okay, you can, like, you know, this is your dream project. You can do it. Yeah. If it didn't hit, like, okay, time to make Evil Within 3. <laughs> like, I know, man. Um, like, I, I wonder if they would do a... Would they do something else here? Like, or can this be like the experimental, like, you know, spinoff group of that studio? I don't know. It's just it's so nice when a new thing comes out that is un- unlike most things that you see today I know. and is good. Because, man, like we'll get more things like this, hopefully. I know. Dude. Um, it's so, so good. I'm, I, I'm really excited to play more of it. And I like I love it already from the the hour that I spent with it. So I'm it's going to have a very strong seat in a lot of categories when we get to our game of the year discussion. I think uh, it's, so this is a game uh, just to wrap that up for anybody who doesn't know it is on game pass. That's where I played it. Uh, it is by Tango uh, GameWorks, part of Bethesda. It is on Xbox and PC. It's $29.99 for a standard edition and $39.99 for their deluxe edition. Uh, but again, I mean, included with game pass. A lot of games are shipping at 70 bucks these days. I know, man. Hell of a video game. I think I put about 10 hours in it, by the way, just if you're okay. curious about a 10 hour game. Uh, Johnny, a game that you and I both play that just came out. Uh, we're mm-hmm. going to be talking about Atomic Heart. This is from Mundfish, published by Focus Entertainment. Uh, you can buy this game for $60. It goes all the way up to a $100 version. There's also going to be a, uh, it looks like a, a battle pass for this game. Um, or some sort of like okay. DLC or seasonal pass. Oh, okay. Um, it that is makes sense. This is a single player game. What yeah, I, battle pass. Yeah, it just it's, it says um, buy the Atomic Heart Atomic Pass. Uh, so yeah, okay. we're gonna talk about Atomic Heart, and I've put in I guess at this rate more time than you have, but I've put in maybe an hour to two hours tops at this point in time. Mm-hmm. Uh, how how do you want to go about this? Do you would you like to hear where I'm at with it, or would you like to talk about where you're at? Um, I I think we can we can both take it. We I think we are feeling very differently about this game after yeah. I spent maybe forty five minutes or so with it before I hit a point where it's like okay I I don't need to play any more of this right now and I I uninstalled it um because I have like three other things that I'm way, way into 100%. Uh, that I would rather spend my time with. And uh, I maybe got, I don't know if I got hyperbolic or not, but like, I think the, the writing and the execution, like the delivery of the voice lines for the main character were so repellent to me that it really pushed me over the edge. Cause I loved, yeah. I love the imagery. I love the idea of like, Hey, this is, an alternate reality to uh, post-World War II Soviet Russia. And, you know, that, that art deco looking robots, like this is absolutely my yeah. shit. Yeah. I love Bioshock, which is clearly a big inspiration here. Oh, massive inspiration. Um, but it's just, man, listening to that guy, say shut up glove like three times if you're if you're not picking up on what he's putting down here folks the game has some very bad writing 
and also some very bad reads of that said writing. It's it's a two uh, it's a two hit punch here or two punch yeah. hit whatever you want to call it. It's not good. And I I didn't I didn't make it far enough like to get new elements of gameplay before I was like okay I'm I am done with this right now and I, I closed yeah. the game and I uninstalled it as I said but um how are you feeling about it uh i'm definitely very intrigued by this one uh all the things that you listed off there about what you look for in a game this the tone of this game is fucking awesome it is very much reminiscent of like bioshock i would say bioshock means like fallout in a bit yeah um but what's really interesting is the tone of the writing does not match the set piece that you're in oh Like I, I went into the menu and I looked for a Russian audio track and I would just have English subtitles because like maybe that would make it better. Like just, you know, reading it, it's still not going to be great because it's not written very well. But like if they get like the tone of the guy, like just the way that he talks, I'm like, you, I don't feel like you are a part of like, I feel like you're a time traveler who came to this place. Not like you have a history with these people. Um, Does that make sense? It does make sense. And I think that uh, also what Johnny's alluding to is it's very reminiscent of what some of the reviews for for Spoken were saying. And that you had this bracelet or whatever, the was it a Von Brace or whatever that you were wearing in that okay. game? Yeah. Um, and the, the writing and the delivery between Freya, which I think is her name, and the, the bracelet. Mm-hmm. This is a glove that has like a computer in it. And you're talking to it. This is um this is a Soviet setting. Uh, I believe this is if World War II would have ended differently from an alternative timeline and Russia. So the Soviets won. Soviets won. They were with the Allies. So technically they did win, but I, I know what they're going for. If communism yeah. went really well, then yeah. this maybe is, this is this is what would have happened. Like streamlined communism. Uh, yeah. But it's it's very much that like bombastic having those things there. So it's, it's very interesting to me what they've done with this game Mm -hmm. because the writing, they did not ever talk in the trailers. No, they never showed this off. It's the strangest thing, right? Like there's just look at this cool robot and yes, you have weird wires coming out of your palm and you don't even Uh, really find out at the beginning, like why this is the thing that you are. You just yeah. it throws you into you it. You just are like you're coming back. Or, but like, yeah, outside of those things, because I was probably going into it. I was incredibly excited. And then the reviews started to come out. I heard your review, my cousin's review. And I was like, oh, fuck, like maybe this isn't going to be good. And so my expectations went down pretty low and I went into it. And I feel like that was a good thing. Um, I'm really digging a few things. I think the setting is fucking awesome. The style that they've gone through, the art is so fucking good. It's some of the best looking shit. It's great. The I'm a sucker for upgrades and buying materials to upgrade stuff. Like I like that I I will go into a room in a video game and scour it. I love opening cabinets. I love like when you kill an enemy, you can search their body and get things. I also (laughs) Mm -hmm. don't clip this, but I am a huge fan of dismemberment. And I love I mean, the part where you talk about searching dead bodies was already incriminating enough. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> so you I, always get the, uh, oh gosh, uh, the bloody mess. Perk yes. And fallout. Yes. 
Or sometimes people just explode for no reason. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> just explode. So those things are cool. And most importantly, I love when you upgrade an item in a video game and it changes its physical appearance. Mm-hmm. Uh, I fucking, and I think that's why I like these Monster Hunter inspired games. We're going yeah. to talk about one of those in a little bit. But I killed this bird. I and like I a bird stuck now. its feather on my <laughs> hammer. And yes. my hammer looks like the bird. Did you make it to the refrigerator in this game? No, but I saw clips of it. The okay. horny elevator? The, the horny, horny refrigerator? The, the horny refrigerator. So that's a one-time deal. That refrigerator is in the game. That's your upgrade station. And <laughs> so uh, you've got a skill tree, and that's where you okay. start to get your enhancements for your glove that mm-hmm. gives you your, like, Bioshock abilities. Yeah. Um, but you can upgrade your... So, like, the axe that you start off with... You can upgrade this axe and put like all kinds of shit on it to make it look fucking like steampunk and like Adam well Adam Punk in this case. Um, I love that. I think that's cool. I got a similar perk and like the first one they give you is more uh, you you don't die the first time your health hits one um, percent. What's that move in uh, Pokemon where you can basically sturdy resolve? Oh, no, okay. it's sturdy. So you basically get sturdy. But I've uh, unlocked a shock ability, which is like your melee. And then you have two abilities that you can have active at one time. So I've I've got uh, ice right now. And you basically can freeze them as they come in. But your hand starts to freeze up. It's really fucking cool. I, I didn't think there was going to be as much RPG stuff in that sense with like collecting and putting traits in. The other thing that's fucked up is uh, because of these implants some of these dead bodies you can still talk to. And that's where like the NPC, like multiple choice dialogue stuff comes up. And there was one where you heard this voice and you had to do this puzzle sequence in the game where it was like, you need to know the pattern to input, to take this lock off. And the consciousness was like, Hey, go down this hallway. And you went down there and the guy had a sketch of the pattern on his dead, dead body. And it was just, you came back and that the, the dead body that was telling you what to do was like, oh, you got my message on this, go and do that. Like it was, it was really fucking neat. So I think there's some cool stuff here. However, the big, the big question is, is how much of this writing can I endure? Cause it is fucking terrible. It's yeah. terrible writing, dude. So I, I normally don't quit out of a game that quickly. Unless um, it's Pokemon, Scarlet and Violet. Oh God. Yeah, that was special circumstances. Um, Because, like, you know, I I can deal with some cheese. You know, it's just it mainly is I'm playing Dead Space. Like, I'm playing Wild Hearts. I'm trying to play that freelancer mode in Hitman. There's 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 a lot of other lots of other stuff happening. I I need to play Hi-Fi Rush. Like, yeah, if this was the thing that was out, like if nothing else was going on, I'd probably push through. Or maybe do like the Borderlands trick where I don't listen to any of the dialogue yeah. and just enjoy the gameplay. Um, so I don't I've, know. Got we'll a, I've got a few things I'm might, wrapping up. Okay. I might like go back to it eventually. Like if you're feeling strongly about certain aspects of it by end of the year, I may revisit it. Yeah. Um, but right now, like I'm, I'm good for the time yeah. being. That makes sense. I don't know how much. Like, I don't know how much I'm going to prioritize it right now. Like, I've got a few things. Uh, I, I beat Hi-Fi Rush. I'm really close on Dead Space. I'm playing another game that I'm checking out and enjoying. I got that Metroid Prime uh, yeah, I remaster, play that too, which I've never played that game. fucking awesome. So I've got a few things like, I'm juggling that I think would be 
a for sure end of year discussion where yeah. this one uh i'm i'm digging and i i'm like right now i feel very compelled to play it so we'll see how that sticks but there's another thing cool. uh a tale of two hearts here johnny Ooh, um, man that this other one this other one uh talking about pulling on our heartstrings this week uh the other heart game wild hearts the game yeah we tried to play on friday yeah and uh my computer was running it like maybe 10 frames a second we were probably also like as people running at 10 frames a second on a friday night yeah we were um, we were a little it, behind it the was, bar there it was unbearable like it was making me motion sick and i i went and i tweaked some settings and it ran okay after we canceled the stream yeah still not great and then uh there's this patch that came out this week that's supposed to fix a lot of things but prior to that uh i had like changed some nvidia control panel settings and then you sent the one thing that i read to do in a stream review that i was like that that sounds dumb. I'm not trying I that. I know. And then I changed it and it fixed it like yeah. almost completely. Uh, and that is changing this, the sound from stereo to 5.1 or 7.1. It's so weird, dude. And it was instantly like 60 frames a second, pretty consistently. It still like hitches a little bit like during yeah. uh, network play. My character, it's almost like they're running through mud. But for the most part, it runs great. And that game fucking rules it's, it's so god fun it. it's one of the best games i've played this year yeah and it's i was like i had zero expectations for this i hadn't really followed it at all yeah, i was man. like oh cool ea is making a lot yeah i remember i was like dude you guys need to be looking at this um just because you know it's ea and what more do i need to say like right you know. um ea koi tecmo I really like that new Need for Speed. Yes. And I really like this game a whole lot. Um, and, and Star Wars is looking good. Yeah. Yes, very excited for Star Wars. And uh, yeah, this is... Did we, we talk about it last week? We talked a little all? bit about it. This is Wild Hearts, as Johnny called out, produced by uh, Electronic Arts. This is made by Koei Tecmo. This is sixty nine ninety nine. Uh, this is on Xbox, PlayStation, and PC. Uh, you can buy the Karakuri edition, which is their deluxe edition for $89.99. And the PC version has had some significant issues, as Johnny alluded to. Yes. Um, but they've got a patch out. They've got a roadmap of what they're going to be adding, including DLSS. This is, in a lot of ways, if you look at this game, as we mentioned before, it's a monster hunting game, and it's very much in the vein of a monster hunter world. But it brings so much quality of life and innovation. There's always this ebb and flow in a Monster Hunter battle where depending on who you were with, if you were solo, you know, randos, if another monster showed up. But for the most part, there was, I'm going to go do this, this and this. And yeah. you're going to have to sharpen your shit up. You're going to have to eat beforehand. Go into the maybe, whole thing. Maybe take some some cold drink with you or yes. something to make you resistant to whatever element is active in, in that level. And we love it. We yeah. love monster hunter, Adore. Uh, but this game does some nice, as you said, quality of life stuff, like being able to build a camp basically wherever you want on the map. Yep. Um, and 
Uh, I, what's the name of the stuff you build? I can never remember. Is it Karakuri? 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 Yeah, I'm, I'm very much butchering that. That's a Midwestern boy trying to speak that, but you're using threads that are from Karakuri. Strands. It's a strand. Strands. Game. It's a strand game, yes. Um. Yeah, and you're building a little box at first, or yep. maybe a spring, and you, you jump on the spring, and you fly to the side. Or maybe, hey, you stack three of those boxes on top of each other, you jump off, and you do a big attack. Or, yeah. hey, what if you place six of those boxes in two stacks of three, and it makes a big wall, and if the monster runs into it, they fall down. It's also, or, you're using the yeah. thread to build those, so mm-hmm. you are, like, chopping wood or busting up a rock. Not like a Minecraft where you just go up to it like you would mine and, yeah. and monster so extract thread. Or you get it from attacking the monster. And that's so that you increase that as you like expand and level up your your arsenal. But you start the game off with, I think, a capacity of 12 threads. And so these objects might be like two threads, three threads to build. And it's not like you can spam it. But for the most part, you can get these things back. And what happens is, is that you start to play off one another with it. And so some of these things can become I'm going to make a zip line that you it's almost like Death Stranding in that sense. Yeah, because. It leaves it behind. And mm-hmm. so like if Johnny came into my game and fought a monster and built something, even when Johnny leaves, that structure still remains until it gets demolished. You can by. dismantle it if yeah. you want to, because uh, it's all based off of different resources that you have in yep. different zones on the map. Yep. Um, and yeah, being able to just build a zip line or use the zip line and tether it to the monster and then zip across and jump off and attack it. It's just, it's the right amount of like dumb and like spectacle. And you're, man, the weapons are just as, um, you know, nuanced it's, as they are in the Monster Hunter game, at least well, from what I've well, experienced so far. Yeah, I would just want to add one thing to that if I could. You played with the hunting horn and I played with the hammer when we played mm-hmm. Monster Hunter. Yeah. You cut you you knew what I was gonna be doing. Like you yeah. knew, hey, I'm playing with Bobby, he's gonna be fighting this way with that tool. What is so cool about this game is watching how people get creative. Because even with a random, if they came in and I saw that they had a, a, a glaive, I'm like, okay, they're gonna be bouncing around all over the place. Like I knew how they were gonna fight, because that's that's how you fought in Monster Hunter. Yeah, there's Here, the meta. Like it's Yeah, totally. Here we're watching and- people build like a box jump off point or to your, your, you called out like they came in and they shot a monster with this tether. And now we're all just jumping onto it and they're fighting a different way. There's just this creative energy. And I know that we've made fun of it in chat, calling it jazz or cosmic gumbo, but like there is this like improv element to this game that keeps mm-hmm. it so fucking fresh in a really cool way. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it, it makes each fight, unique like i think the the fights in monster hunter world and rise like like they're different phases but yeah different stuff can happen every time and that's what makes it that it needs to be able to do that in order for you to be willing to put time in to grind out these materials yeah to get the armor you need and i think i think that um wild hearts does that really well too yeah like um i fought three of the 
the big crusty possum boys. Oh, nice. <laughs> I can't remember his name. And each time it was different. Um, because the, like you, the people I was playing with and the monster went to different parts of the map. Um, and man, what a, what a pleasant surprise. Like this, this year so far has been full of cool surprises. I think it's only going to continue because I think the, I think the surprises hit harder right now because this year, I think I can't recall a year that has had as many games that could be as high as they are on my anticipation rate. Yeah. Like, like I'm yeah. Games. I fully anticipate like this is, there's a new Zelda this year yep. and you and I both fucking love Zelda. So know, it's man. a pretty safe assumption. It's going to be somewhere on our game of the year list. And to have games like hi-fi rush wild hearts, um, coming out and just completely blowing us away. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's awesome. very fucking cool. It's, just, man. it's awesome to be surprised by. It really is buy a video game uh johnny is there anything that you'd like to add to either wild hearts or atomic hearts before we get into the news here um i'd say with atomic heart try it out yourself like people great game pass game yeah people's threshold for this stuff you know varies wildly so you may be able to put up with something that is just too grating for me and also like i just got too much shit i'm playing right now um and wild hearts well, I don't know if I can like give it a hearty go buy it right now because it it is a little busted. Like, it's it's so good though. It's so good. Like, give it give it six months. Wait for a sale. Yeah, um, is it a seventy dollar game? This is yeah. I think this game will absolutely be worth picking up. No questions asked. At some point, I think we'll also be talking about that game in December. Yeah, I feel I feel pretty confident there. Yes. All right. Um, yeah, that wraps that up. We talked about Hi-Fi Rush, Wild Hearts, and Atomic Heart. Johnny, you have done a great job of collecting the news for us. What Thanks. is happening out there in video um, game news land? So this ties into an ongoing story that we talk about on a regular basis, and that is uh, Microsoft's uh, acquisition of Activision Blizzard. And uh, it's being scrutinized in different countries and like in Europe, especially um, they're putting the, the screws to them a little bit. And so Microsoft has been doing their utmost to say like, hey, you know, we're just. We're good guys. We just, yep. you know, we just want to they are do what's best for everybody going to war. Um, and part of that strategy has involved signing a binding 10 year agreement with Nintendo uh, to put. Call of Duty on Nintendo platforms for the next 10 years. And that is an important step in them fighting off this anti-competitive, uh, you know, I don't know, uh, argument that yeah. is being made by Sony um, primarily is the primary opponent of this. And uh, we've talked about it like it's. They're, I'm not. I'm not in love with the idea of like monolithic corporations becoming even more monolithic, right. um, but it seems like a change in leadership is is needed at Activision Blizzard. And if this is the way that we get there, and it makes it a better working environment for, you know, the the game devs who already work in an industry fraught with like all sorts of problems, other than <laughs> the ones. That are unique to Activision Blizzard, like maybe this is for the best. They're setting the stage right now 
Um, we've talked a lot about it, as you called out. Not only do they have this deal with Nintendo, they also have made a deal with uh, NVIDIA, NVIDIA for their GeForce yep. Now to bring Xbox PC games to that service. They also called out um, more recently as well that there's currently 48 games from Microsoft Studios that are available on PlayStation. And there's currently two Sony first-party published games that are available on Xbox. Which are, those are just both and they'll be the show, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. That's it. Gonna... And so I think that's it. I'm pretty sure that's it. I so think so. All, Cause there's and, been two of them out. Yeah. Since... They made this comment. They said, we currently offer 48 uh, games on uh, PlayStation. And if this deal were to go through, we would gladly have 49 is what they were saying, alluding to call of duty. So mm. GeForce now is going to get all those PC games. Nintendo's going to get it. There's been some jokes going around about the switch being able to run call of duty. Um, I would Oof. gladly do that, but Nintendo in a 10 year frame, is gonna, they're going to have something come out that might be able to run. Call yeah, of Duty. absolutely. I'm just like right now, though, it's it, scary. Modern Warfare 2 looks really good. Not on, on Switch. Uh, my PS5. And I just I can't imagine like it have to be a cloud version of that game. Yeah, I think. Or maybe like the mobile Call of Duty. Right. Um, anyway. But yeah, um, very cool thing. Yeah. Uh, this is this is a Johnny story because I, oh. I don't think any anyone oh. else here really cares about this. That's a member of this uh, podcast. Uh, they they confirm the next Civ game is in development, and I've played Civ. Makes... Okay, so you you I, get I, it. I, I get it, and, more... I, and I know that Civ is a fucking big game for a lot of people. Yeah, it's it's the only game for some people. Yeah. Um, and I played. A bunch of four. I played a bunch of five, and like I, I I've only have thirteen hours in Civ Six for some reason. So I That's should probably, it. yeah. I was huh. thinking maybe one night you and I could stream some of that because Civ is a lot of fun. Um, and uh, yeah, that that makes sense because let's see, it came out in twenty sixteen, and I feel like it's usually like five yeah. to seven year. That's cycle sure. like the game comes out there's a bunch of dlc for years and then the next one comes out so um yeah i'm i'm definitely going to check that out whenever it comes out uh game freak your friends and mine yeah <laughs> makers of such fine pokemon products as pokemon scarlet violet uh they say they want to make more non-pokemon games man and they made a game for the switch that was terrible that's i know I'm trying to think. Um, they made Drill Dozer on the GBA. That game is good. They made Pocket Card Jockey. That's a good one. That's a good one. So they, you know, they hit every once in a while. Anything else here that stands out? I mean, like I do like the Pokemon games. <clears throat> they, uh, yeah, they made obviously. they made Yoshi, just Yoshi video game on the NES. Yep. Uh. Timbo the Badass Elephant. That's a more recent one, I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah. Then Pokemon, of course. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. But, like, maybe put some more TLC into your actual <laughs> mainline product. Um, and we're getting a Pokemon Presents on the 27th. Um, what are they rumored to do there? 
I haven't seen any rumors. Have you? Uh, no. I haven't. I mean, really... I know. Go ahead. I haven't really kept up with that one. Yeah, I I would say maybe hey, like this is where they say hey, this is when Pokemon Red, Blue, Yellow, and then the uh, Sapphire, Ruby, Emerald are coming to those new uh, Switch Online consoles. Maybe they talk about that. Um, maybe they talk about DLC for Scarlet and Violet. Um, maybe they issue an apology. That's not gonna happen <laughs> for their sins. Uh, I assume like you know, there's lots of ongoing. Pokemon stuff like maybe they'll talk about Pokemon home stuff uh, for Scarlet and Violet like when they're adding in more Pokemon that's got to be coming soon I think yeah I don't even know like what the date on that was Um, but I assume it'll pertain to that and then like maybe some merchandise or something we'll see neat Um, and finally Finally, uh, he says. Sony's next state of play is happening tomorrow, February 23rd. Uh, they're going to have a look at Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, PSVR 2, and Do you more. Care about that? Do you care about that game? No. No? No, I don't. Nope. Oh, yeah. Um, I... I never... Like, I always... I know that they're amazing... But for some reason, like the Arkham games, I could just never stick with them. Um, yeah. And this is the next big thing from uh, from Rocksteady, right? So I don't know. Like I, I like the Suicide Suicide Squad movie that James Gunn made, but yeah. I don't. I'm not invested in those characters the way that I am invested in Batman. Yeah, same. Um, like Batman is second to Spider-Man for me as far as superheroes go. Um, you know, I fucking love Batman. So having a Suicide Squad game, and it's, isn't it designed to be like a co-op experience? Or do well, they come with you whenever like you don't have other people playing with you? They did have, they did have that big thing that came up where people got pissed because they have like a battle pass. Mm. I, think that, I think this is trying, like, I think they're trying That's to right. make... I think they're trying live to make service. Like, is this trying to be Avengers? Yeah. Are you interested in this game at all? Are you going to get it? I'm with you, man. Like I like the Arkham games. Uh, the I the little bit of Arkham Knight that I played where it was working was fine, but I just I I just like why I don't want to play Arkham, or Gotham Knights. I'm sorry, Gotham Knights. Yes, Gotham Knights. Um, but this one, like, I like the idea. I don't think it's Bizarro Superman, but you are fighting Superman. I think that's cool. Killing the Justice League sounds neat. Um, yeah. I know. The, I'll tell you what has me maybe willing to check this one out, and that's Kevin Conroy being his last time doing this. Yeah. Like when they showed that off, I I was like, you know what? Like I was so moved by that man as Batman mm-hmm. as a kid, and I've just enjoyed his career and watching him beautifully show yeah. up across the board to talk about yeah, he, Batman. He is Batman. He's Batman. So to me, I feel almost like an obligation, which is a weird way to put it, but I feel like this is the last time that guy does Batman. So mm-hmm. I feel like even though he might not be in it a whole lot and I could probably watch cutscenes, there's a part of me that kind of wants to check that out for that reason. You want to kill Kevin Conroy. <laughs> I didn't say that. If you clip that with the earlier stuff about, mm-hmm. Yeah, not good. Uh, so anyway, I, I, I 
I wonder what we get. The only reason I bring all this up is I wonder what we get tomorrow when we see yeah. this, if they're going to show off yeah. that. Yeah. We'll see. Yep. That's crazy. All right, yeah. man. We, uh, we did it. We did it. We said that we were going to do this show in 45 minutes and boy, howdy, here we are. And why are we doing this show in 45 minutes, Johnny? So we can go play wild hearts. That is true. <laughs> uh, so I will briefly run down what's happening here with us. Uh, you can follow all along with the casual hour at the or at the casual hour, wherever you are social. Uh, this week has been a fun week already. We had a quick look that went up. I'm sorry, we, we streamed Monster Train on Monday, what we call a casual Monday classic. And uh, that was a good time. We we didn't make it all the way to the end like we wanted to, but we still had a hell of a go with it. And How it was, broken with the builds that Chase It created. wasn't as broken as we could have gone with, but there was still a pretty broken one. We didn't quite get the engine all the way up and running, but we were doing some some decent damage. It was We've, we've done far more broken stuff. Uh, that game's also on mobile now, and if you haven't played it on your iPad, that's a really good place to play that game. Um, Fantastic video game. We have a quick look that did not go up on Tuesday, but went up today because I miscalculated my work schedule. Uh, Industries of Titan, which is a Bobby-ass Bobby game. You should go check that quick look out. It is a good time. That is a city builder from Brace Yourself video games. Uh, tonight, we did episode 313 of the Casual Hour. It was a great time. Tomorrow, we have a quick look going up for Control-Alt-Ego. Uh, during the time of recording, I couldn't tell you what that game was, but I think the more I think about it, that is if Prey took a couple hits of acid. Oh. Um, okay. And then Friday night, to nobody's surprise, Johnny and I are going to be getting back into the hunt with friend of the show, Jason, and we're going to do some Wild Hearts tomorrow night. So come hang out. It'll be a great time. Johnny, thanks for being here chase feel better we will chat with you all soon bye